0: final horn has sounded, and today's game is complete. Give to Yo Yo drives to the oh, rim, oh, man alive, throws it down! Time now for Cougar Post Game Live on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Here's your host, Jason Shepard.
1: BYU gets the win over San Francisco, 90-76 is the final score from the Marriott Center. Welcome in to Cougar Post Game Live with BYU winning, that means you win, with Papa John's Pizza, use the online promo code BYU50. That's BYU50 at pampajohns.com on Monday, and you're going to receive 50% off pizza at any Utah location. A fantastic game for Yoli Childs. 32 points on 14 of 23 shooting, including 2 of 4 from 3, and just a massive 3-pointer. there late in the second half to secure the win for BYU, and this is a big win and I'll tell you why coming up in just a second because of the Gonzaga and St. Mary's score. Uh, needless to say, the, uh, the Zags are pouring it on in Moraga. That's definitely a good thing. I'll explain why coming up in just a second. Let's uh, update you on local college basketball first. Earlier tonight, it was the University of Utah winning at home over Cal. Utes getting the win, sixty to forty-five. UVU losing in overtime to Seattle, eighty-seven to eighty-five. In Cedar City tonight, Southern Utah victorious over Portland State, eighty-five to fifty-seven. Uh, the Weber State Wildcats hosting Northern Arizona Wildcats in Ogden get the win, seventy-six to 70 and then a game going on right now in Logan 15 minutes to go in the second half the Aggies with a 10-point lead over Boise State by a score of 41 to 31 all right mentioned uh, the Gonzaga St. Mary's game we'll start uh, here in the West Coast Conference number two Gonzaga leading big at St. Mary's it is 73-48 in favor of the Zags just under 10 minutes to go In the second half with BYU's win tonight and assuming that this score holds up and St. Mary's loses, this will put BYU in sole possession of second place all by themselves with uh, five more regular season games to go. And by the way, both teams uh, after tonight will still face Gonzaga one more time. BYU will be hosting Gonzaga, St. Mary's will still go to gonzaga before the regular season comes to an end elsewhere in the wcc seven and a half minutes to go in the second half it is pacific in a nail-biter right now with pepperdine the tigers with the two-point lead at 64 62 and five minutes to go in san diego another close one in fact you can't get any closer than this it's all tied up toreros and pilots tied up at 59 apiece. both teams at one and nine, looking to break that tie at the bottom of the conference. Top twenty-five action. UCLA at number twenty-three, Arizona. The Bruins with a two-point lead over the Wildcats at 45-43. Ten minutes to go in that one. In Corvallis, it's number 14, Oregon, leading Oregon State, 40 to 33. Everything else uh is a final so far. Uh, Number one, Baylor, defeating Oklahoma State, 78-70. Kansas winning at TCU, 60-46. Number four, San Diego State, remaining undefeated, 24-0 overall, 13-0 in the Mountain West. They win in Air Force, 89-74. Louisville defeats Virginia, 80-73. Number six, Dayton, on top of St. Louis, 71-65. In overtime, a crazy game. North Carolina had this game, somehow Duke comes back, and and I mentioned this at halftime. If you've not seen the highlights of this game, specifically the end of regulation and the end of overtime, it's crazy. Number seven, Duke, gets the win by two, 98 96. Eighth ranked Florida State defeating Miami, 99 81. Number 12, Seton Hall gets the road win at number 10, Villanova, 70 64. Auburn on top of LSU, 91 90. Oklahoma upsets 13th ranked West Virginia that game in Norman, 69 59. 15th-ranked Kentucky getting the road win at Tennessee, 77-64. Michigan takes down 16th-ranked Michigan State, 77-68. Iowa defeats the Nebraska Cornhuskers, 96-72. Number 21, Creighton defeats St. John's, 94-82. Penn State on top of Minnesota, 83-77. And number 24, Colorado on top of Stanford, 81 to 74. when we come back we'll let you know how BYU women's basketball fared in San Diego how BYU men's volleyball did against Pepperdine tonight at home also it's now a final in Mexico BYU softball taking on number three Oklahoma we'll update you on all three of those scores when we come back big win for BYU at the Marriott Center tonight Cougars get the win over San Francisco 90 76 more Cougar Post game live next on the new skin BYU Sports Network
0: Here's Jason Shepard
1: with more Cougar Post Game Live on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. 90 76. BYU victorious tonight at the Marriott Center as they defeat the San Francisco Dons. It's time for the Mountain America three point recap. For each three pointer BYU makes, Mountain America will donate $50 to the American Red Cross tonight. The Cougars made 12 three-pointers for a total of $600. That brings the season total right now to $13,850. Earlier today in San Diego, BYU women's basketball had a two-point lead going into the fourth quarter. Torero's Dominated in the fourth, and they defeat the Cougars 51 45. Paisley Johnson leading BYU with 19 in the loss. Tonight at the Smith Fieldhouse, number two men's volleyball looking to remain undefeated, and that's exactly what they did against number eight Pepperdine. BYU wins in four sets. They win sets number one and two, 25 18. 25-22, 25-22, Pepperdine takes set number 3, 25 but then BYU wins by 5 in set 4, 25-20. Congratulations to BYU head coach Sean Olmstead, career win number 100. And BYU softball taking on number 3 Oklahoma in Puerto Vallarta, Mexico. It is a final Oklahoma defeating BYU by final score of 3-1. to one. That's a wrap for Cougar Post Game Live after the break. Back next door to the Marriott Center for the Cougar Locker Room Show, your final tonight from Provo. BYU defeats USF 90-76, and you heard it all right here on the new skin, BYU Sports Network.
0: Our exclusive post-game coverage continues with the Cougar Locker Room Show. Ball stripped and taken away. Euros to
2: the rim, handoff to Barcelo. Yes, he banks and scores.
0: The Cougar Locker Room Show is brought to you by Utah Community Credit Union. Get more house, same payment at UCCU. It's what we do. Now let's head back to the Mo Betta's courtside seats and join the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel.
2: It is time now for our sport court courtside interview with Connor Harding, part of BYU's 90-76 win over San Francisco tonight. Connor with eight points, a couple of rebounds, couple of assists. Big dunk. Big dunk.
3: Man, that was nice.
2: Connor joining us courtside. Hey, Connor. How's it going, y'all? It's going well. Uh, wow. Uh, big win after taking what you guys uh, took two weeks ago on the hilltop. Let's back up to that. That game really... Not that you guys weren't focused, but after that game, you guys got hyper-focused on the defensive end of the floor. I thought what happened two weeks ago actually kind of helped you guys get better and tougher and stronger, and I think we saw a lot of that, especially in the first half. What did losing to USF do to this team, in your opinion?
4: Um, I think, you know, even going all the way back to last year, um, we were making a good run last year right into the end of the season, and we were up big here in our own gym, and they came back and they beat us. And then fast forward, we're playing up on the hill, we're playing them, we're up 9, 10 points, they come back and beat us. And so, you know, I think the last two weeks it's just been like we need to refocus. You know, everything that we've been learning over the summer, all the defensive principles, you know, it's just like we have a weakness. We need to regroup and we need to focus on, you know, isolation. We need to focus on, you know, guarding as an entire team and trusting each other. And so, you know, overall, that was, that was a hard one up on the hill, but, you know, it helped us get better throughout the week defensively, as as as, as you see in the last couple of games.
2: And USF's good enough to make things interesting, even when you are fully focused. This twenty-five point lead got down to seven here in the second half.
4: Yeah, you know, and that just goes back to to we got complacent again. We got a big lead. We thought we had the game won, and we made some some stupid turnovers, and it got us in trouble. And you know, credit to them for pressuring us all game and staying with it and you know we just got to do better down the stretch
3: well connor i think you're playing amazing these last few games again you're hitting your stride and shooting the ball great two for two from three tonight you're up around 43 ish percent let me ask you this about this team your number one shooting three-point shooting team in the country you're up there all the guys all the guys are up there what do you think is contributing to to that level of shooting because it's pretty remarkable
4: yeah, you know, absolutely. I think the biggest thing is, you know, we get shots up in practice all the time, even before the game, and I think that gives us, like, confidence. And, you know, we believe everyone's going to make a shot. You know, if Alex is shooting it, we all believe it's going in. If I'm shooting it, we're believing it. If Yoli, it's whoever, you know, when you have a team like that and you can just shoot the ball, you know, it makes a world difference because, you know, just own your shot, shoot it, and make it. And run down and play defense. And so I think that's the biggest thing is, you know, everyone just tells you to keep on shooting it. These guys, when they want to
2: get downhill, USF, that is, they can get there. they got some guys who can go hard to the rim. And that's kind of how they got themselves back in the game. Either they'd score or they'd get fouled.
4: Yeah, you know, absolutely. They have two really good point guards. And you know they penetrate and they make plays for other, they make plays for other people and for themselves. And so you know the biggest thing you just got to force them into tough shots, um, things that they're not comfortable with. And we did that the first 30 minutes of the game, I believe. And then, like I said, uh, our defense got a little complacent, we got re- relaxed a little bit, and we let them get downhill. And that's when the game started to open up for them. They got their confidence. But you know credit to them. Uh, but you know just shows that. That we uh, we need to improve, and that's exciting for us.
2: When this game did get down to seven points late, you go right to Yo. He gets fouled, makes free throw. Next time down, three pointer. And once Yo scored
4: those four in a row, it kind of felt like you guys could could take it to the finish. That's exactly what happened. Yeah, you know, absolutely. You know, Yoli hit a big shot. Jake hit a big shot, and we were just making plays at the end of the uh, down the stretch. And you know, I feel like this is what this team does. Um, We're never out of a game because we can shoot the three-point shot so good. And so, you know, even if they cut it to seven, you know, that's just only a couple of threes to put it out of the reach for us. And so, you know, that's what we proved tonight is we can finish the game.
2: When they got to seven at 82-75, uh, to 75, the Dons did not score another field goal the rest of the way. Connor Harding is our guest. We'll come back, some closing comments from Connor as we continue our sport court court side interview on the new skin, BYU Sports Network.
0: This is the Cougar Locker Room Show on the new skin BYU Sports Network. Now back to the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel.
2: All right, Greg Rubel and Mark Durant visiting with Connor Harding of the victorious BYU Cougars. BYU 90 and USF 76. Tonight's final. USF was outscored by 19 in the first half. Got the Cougars by 5 in half number 2. BYU wins comfortably, and Connor. As important as anything else is positioning in league, and and St. Mary's will lose tonight. You're going to be solo second place here at the end of the night. Of course, you want to keep the heat on the Zags and and contend for a conference crown. But the chances of the Zags giving up three games here in the final six probably not great. So let's that be said. You're tr- you're playing for the highest seed you you can possibly get, and this is a big step toward uh,
4: getting that two spot. Yeah, you know, absolutely. I think every game is big for us. Even, you know. We're going to go play LMU in San Diego, and that's what we're thinking about. We're not really thinking about that second spot. We're just thinking about winning every single game because if we just drop one, that's going to kill us. And so we're in a great position. You know, there's a lot of pressure, but we've earned that pressure. We're going to embrace it, and it just makes it more enjoyable to play the game. And so – we want that second spot, but most of all, we just want to win all the games. <laughs> hey, you guys just had back-to-back two-win weekends, by the way, which is huge in league, right? No, no, absolutely. You know, when you win in this league on the road or at home, it's big. You know, it. If you look at all the games that have been played in this league, you know, in the last couple of months, everyone's beating everyone. You know, rather than the rather than the Bulldogs up top, but you know, we have Pacific beating St. Mary's, and then we have Santa Clara beating St. Mary's, and then we have, you know. San Francisco getting us, and so it's a hard conference. You know, it's a good conference.
3: Well, Connor, one of the things I'm most impressed about you is your defensive ability. And, you know, back in the day, I prided myself on being – I wasn't wasn't anywhere near your offensive level, but I, I love being a defensive guy and kind of being that stopper and getting their best player every game and, and really taking that challenge. I see that in you. Do you feel – that that's a, you know, big part of your contribution to this team, and do you kind of relish the idea of going in and and playing the kind of defense you've been playing?
4: Yeah, no, absolutely, you know, I love playing defense, I think it's, you know, it's a mind game, it's a chess game when you play defense of, you know, knowing the schemes and the tendencies of, you know, of the ball player, and, you know, tonight wasn't my best defensive night, but overall, you know, I love getting in there and mixing things up, and I think that, that goes back to my football days and everything, that, you know, that helps me out, but... You know, I take pride on the defensive side.
2: All right, that is Connor Harding. Connor, we'll let you get back with the boys. And Coach Mark Pope is coming up. That is our Sport Court courtside interview brought to you by Sport Court. Champions start here. Learn how to design yours at sportcourt.com. Coach Pope is next here on the new skin, BYU Sports
0: It's time to get the final word on today's game with head coach Mark Pope. It's the BYU Dining Cougar Post Game Coaches Show. BYU Dining, the classic BYU tradition. Have a scoop today. The Cougar Post Game Coaches Show is also brought to you by Mountain America Credit Union, Mountain America's cash bonus on balance transfers. Now let's rejoin the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. All
2: right, the so BYU hangs on and pulls away to win this one. 90 to 76 is your final score, so it's 11 straight wins for BYU here at the Marriott Center. As the Cougs improve on the year to 19 and seven, eight and three in league, 12 and one here at home. By the way, 19 wins equals last year's win total for the entire season, last season. And BYU also ends the uh, Don's recent run over BYU at three straight wins over the Cougs. BYU does win this one tonight by a score of 90 to 76. And the head coach, of the Cougars, is Mark Pope. Joining us now in the BYU Dining and BYU Creamery Cougar Postgame coach's Show. Coach, uh, congratulations to you and the guys for uh, establishing a big lead. Seeing it shrink and yet making the plays needed to pull out and uh, and pull away at the end.
5: Yeah, there's so much. Uh, there's so much great stuff. The first 25 minutes of this game was uh, was was incredible basketball on both sides of the floor. Uh, we knew this was a huge game. We just came off a loss uh, two weeks ago to this team. This is a good team, and it's actually a hard matchup for us. You know, they're not the best team we face in the league, but they are a con- they're a complicated matchup matchup wise for us. And uh, I was, I mean, I was absolutely thrilled with the first 25 minutes of this game and proud of how our guys grew. We spent a lot of time in the last two weeks working on some things that were exposed, um, that were exposed. The, the the Marriott Center was unbelievable. I think we we're at 15,000 and, and and the fans were great. The student section was off the charts. We're so grateful for that. And, and i know that you and mark just crushed it in the broadcast. so those are the positive things, okay? <laughs> the uh, the 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 sobering thing is that we managed to give up 50 51 points in the second half and and 46 points in in 15 minutes essentially. And um and 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 the, what you saw in the first 25 minutes is really humbling from this team because that's who we can be. Like we can be what these guys have invested this year. And everything they put in this and the way they keep beating down their own personal agendas to just focus on the team and, and the, the different pieces we have. And now the fact that we have a chance to work uh, Gavin in here and give us even more depth and length and some rim protection. And, and the way Teej and Jake and, and everybody's been playing top to bottom. Dalton Nixon was unbelievable tonight. Uh, it's just really humbling in the sense of like, hey, we got a chance you don't get a chance all the time at this point in the season to think man we could really actually turn into a really really special team and accomplish great things and so that's why that 15 minutes is so painful cuz it's not who we are it's not our locker room that's not how we approach this game you know we don't we don't get cavalier and we don't get we don't get comfortable we 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 have, for us to have a be a special team we have to get way better and we don't have that much time to do it and um so so that part you know and i need to get better i got to find some way to coach coach this group a little bit better in those 15 minutes and we will these guys answer the bell they they're dedicated and determined and will answer the bell so all that makes it sound like we lost we didn't we won a huge game it puts us in an unbelievable position in our conference it puts us in a, it really really helps us with with NCAA tournament hopes and seeding and all those things it it keeps our home court streak going our home court is so important so all that stuff's great it's all amazing, and I hate to sound negative, but we're just hungry, right? We're hungry to do something special.
3: I thought Yoli was hungry tonight. Uh, what a what a nice game. He seemed like he made it a point to go at the rim and at, go at those guys. And, you know, you talk about the difference between tonight and the hill. When when San Francisco was coming at you, Yoli was going and getting you some points to kind of counterbalance that somewhat. So I I, I thought he was great tonight. Uh, your thoughts on on Yola he goes passes the great Russell Larson God. on the all time list that 's
5: pretty impressive yeah he, he I thought he was spectacular right even he was spectacular the whole first half, and even the the charge where he countered a little bit early i wish he 'd been a little bit more stubborn right before the half uh, he, he got that offensive foul, even that he was trying to go through bodies right. And when he is going through bodies, he is—he's unguardable. He's unguardable. Uh, you know, you contrast that with the spectacular nights he had. He had the one face-up where he kind of with, with Jimbo Low Garden, where he kind of settled for a 16-footer, uh, Jimbo has three fouls. He doesn't. He, that's actually. It's it's a good. It's not a bad shot for him, but it's not it's not like it is not taking everything there is to offer, right? In the situation, I thought he was spectacular tonight with his force. I thought he was unbelievable at Portland in terms of in playing with force. Even though he he didn't make shots in the first half, he drew six fouls. The way he's been approaching the physicality of the game uh, has been outstanding, and he becomes a massive, massive problem when he plays that way.
2: And there was a point late in this game. When USF was trying to keep Hope alive, they'd already kind of cut the lead, and, and they intentionally, you saw they went after Yo, yep. and and he just missed one. You know, he gets fouled, and he, like, ran to the free-throw line. Yep. He wanted to be there, yep. and he made a big free-throw at yep. that moment in time. That, that says a lot about yeah, him. Yeah, he's
5: a, he's a big-time player. I mean, you know, the, listen, when when you're a good team and you're a great player, people have to try desperate measures. They just have to. Like, it's I would do it on the if, – if I was on the other side of the deal, too, I'd try. Because – because, I mean, he's just such an extraordinary talent. He can do so many things. He's shooting the ball unbelievably well from the three. He's pushing the ball in transition. Uh, when Jimbo got going in the first half, we switched Yoli onto him, and Yoli just shut him down. He couldn't even get a catch. He's doing unbelievable things on the defensive end. In transition down the stretch in the last six minutes, he personally had a couple great walls where he came and helped with the penetration. He's doing so many great things that you just have to. You have to kind of think outside the box and try something crazy because none of the standard stuff works. Great to see Gavin. Obviously, uh, you know
3: they're thinking he lost him for the season. Now he can come back and help you. Obviously, it's going to be baby steps for him. But when he was in there, the two things that seems like you're looking for for him, he altered a shot, a, a Bouye a shot, and got went got an offensive rebound. I mean, yep. if he can bring those two things to you, got to be happy with him. And, and how do you see him? kind of being inserted into this offense well
5: we're going to do it as, as quickly and as much as we can um you know i listen he, he's he hasn't even really had a full contact practice really last week we had the red jersey on him the whole week and and you know of course he didn't play thursday and just kind of had some non-contact yesterday so this is really the first time he's actually had any type of real life contact he'll have a big week of practice we're gonna take the red jersey off him. And uh, we'll incorporate him in this deal. And, and, listen, you talk about the guys that are sacrificing for this team, and Gavin Baxter is making a huge sacrifice for this team because he wants to so desperately. He is dying to find some way to help this team. Uh, he's been sitting here just, uh, I, I, you know, if, if, if you were to talk to him, he's been like, this group has been so inspiring. He's like, I want to be a part of it. I don't want to miss it. I, he just desperately felt that way. And so he will. Uh, there's going to be moments. I don't know how many, but there's going to be moments where he helps us win huge games down the stretch and in the stretch run.
2: BYU wins for a fourth straight time. Coach Mark Pope picks up career win number 96. 90 to 76 is our final. BYU over USF. Some more from the coach next here on the New Skin BYU Sports Network.
0: You're listening to the Cougar Postgame Coaches Show on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Now, back to the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. All
2: right, so we are back courtside on the BYU Dining and BYU Creamery Cougar Postgame Coaches Show. BYU Creamery, the classic BYU tradition. Have a scoop today. Greg and Mark visiting with the head coach, the Cougs. Mark Pope and BYU is the winner tonight over San Francisco. Final score there is 90 to 90-76. So after back-to-back games against USF where BYU lost 14-point leads and the game, nice to win by 14, coach. And uh, And even though things got dicey late, you know when you build a 25 point league you've got the wiggle room needed to survive a bit of a scare and still uh, have a a comfortable win at the end
5: yeah listen i mean there's like i said there's so many positives uh the only reason even to make note of the things that we can grow on is because we're greedy is because we we do we think we we, we we're we're confident enough and maybe arrogant enough to think that we have a chance to kind of put together a really special season And, and and these guys have done that so far in a huge way and and this is February, man, and and it, like every—it's life or death every single game. We're going to go to LMU, and it is going to be a battle to the death. It just is, and and um, we can't take any possessions off. and We got to play, and these guys, these guys have put themselves in the position where every possession matters. And there's not that many teams that can live there anymore. And we still get to live there, and we got to take advantage of it.
3: You put together some nice wins here, but I—you also had a loss, coach. You, your your daughter left recently. Can you tell us a little bit about her? I'm not ready at? yet. I, I can't talk <laughs>
5: about it yet. She's in she's the MTC right now. She's going to Ecuador, and uh, she's, she's doing amazing. So, But I, I really I just can't talk about it yet.
2: Okay. Mark, we should have discussed this because I would have warned you. That's off listen, the limits right let's now. Let's get to the new subject. because I've been there. I had
5: one conversation, I started a ball <laughs> in front of a bunch of people. I can't even talk about
2: it. <laughs> What do you think of the Zags winning by thirty Moraga tonight? They're good.
5: They're good. Uh, you know, you, you you just noted their th- their front lines scored sixty points. I think you know something like that. Those three bigs, and they're really really good. And and you know, and and we are we are chasing them right now, and and we have some ground to make up. I'm talking about in terms of in terms of the how good we are and how we play and. And um you know you give me the first 25 minutes of this game and and I feel like hey let's go let's let's roll the ball out and then you take the last 15 minutes I'm like ah we still have we still have so much ground to make up but but this team is committed to doing it we're we are we are in this and and we're going to we're going to keep fighting and these guys are committed to getting better every day is what we have to do
2: After losing on the hilltop coach you guys were 4 and 3 in league and in a jumble in the middle of the pack now you're 8 and 3 and sitting solo second.
5: Yeah, it's been a really good two weeks for us. The guys have played really really well. They have played really hard. They've 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 you know, they've they've grabbed onto this feel of of guarding every single possession and they started out the game so beautifully for the first 25 minutes and they played great at Portland guarding every single possession and and um, that's who we have to be. We have to become that has to become a part of our DNA. So, I'll tell you guys a quick story. So, when I was at the University of Kentucky my senior year, uh, we swept the SEC. It was the first time in 41 years that a team had swept the SEC. We were in the process of doing it. We had two games left. We're playing Georgia at home. We won by 16. And uh, there were some things that Coach saw that he didn't really like. So we walked in the locker room, and he was so upset. And all he did was write 12 a.m. on the, on the board. And so we left the locker room, uh, you know, took rest for about a half an hour, and then we rolled into the gym and had a three-and-a-half-hour practice. And he just beat the living daylights out of us. And the end result of that was winning a national championship. Unfortunately, the NCAA doesn't allow us to do that. Uh, or this could be that I think, night. Yeah, I think you would have written, wrote that the, on the this, board This tonight. could be that, that night. So my guys, if for the first time in their life, they are so grateful for the NCAA because <laughs> there's no 12 a.m. written on the board in there. Well,
3: can you – I mean – clearly stuff was going on and you you those three three guys were sitting and i mean you're not a guy that's overly that gets fired up i mean you get fired up but not angry you may not want to talk about it at all but i mean what was kind of going on what what was the message you were trying to send
5: it's just that we have a chance like right now we have a chance okay and i don't know what there is there's there's 30 teams in the country right now that have a chance out of 353 there's 30 teams left maybe that feel like they have a chance a real chance and that'll change it'll go up and down but like right now these guys have worked so hard to give themselves a chance we have to keep getting better and that is it's so ridiculously fatiguing to come every day and break everything down and say hey we're going to try and get better again today but we have to do it and that's what, I, that's what, I. you know, my job is to help our guys continue to feel extraordinarily positive and proud of what they accomplished tonight because what they did was extraordinary tonight. It was incredible. This is a huge win against a really good team, puts us in a great position. But also for us to stay ridiculously hungry, and, and that's how we'll get where we want to go.
2: Last thing, I'd have to bring this up. Uh, you guys shot 56% tonight. This is the ninth straight game. You've been 50% or better. That ties an all time BYU record for nine games in a row at 50% plus. It was set in 1988 89. It was long enough ago that Mark was a senior at Provo High School.
5: Let's go, baby. That wasn't that long ago. That wasn't that long ago. Eternity ago, man. So here's the deal with this. Here's the deal with this streak, okay? We are we we shoot the ball really really well we got big we have three thousand point scorers they can really shoot the ball we 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 have a lot of ways we can attack you we can attack you inside we can attack you in transition we can attack you by getting great motion and passing the ball on the perimeter um and and it's just it's a product of how these guys play and and work so hard to get great shots for other for each other and not settle for hard shots I'm not concerned about the streak. You know, at some point, we, we've talked about it now for two weeks. At some point, we have to win a game defensively. We're going to have to win two or three to get where we want to go. We're going to have to win some games defensively. At some point, we're not going to shoot 50, 50%, whatever. Um, you know, I'm actually excited for those, for those games that come up where we can just, like, we're just going to get stops to win. We're going to get them. And um, But it's nice. I mean, it's it's who this team is. It's not an aberration. You know, we'll have a game here or there. We don't shoot great. But I expect most of the games we're going to shoot really, really well because our guys work so hard to get those shots for each other.
2: I'm okay if you keep it above 50 for a long time. Let's by go. Way.
5: I'm <laughs> down with that, too. I'm happy with it. No problem.
2: <laughs> Coach, thank you uh, for the time. And uh, great week, another back-to-back win week. And we'll be uh, seeing you next week, including Tuesday night at Studio C for another edition of the Pope Show, Tuesday at 6 for more Cougar hoops, so uh, we'll see you next week. We're so
5: so hey, so grateful for the fifteen thousand people that rode in this gym. Great it number It makes a tonight. huge difference. We only have two games left, guys. Please come. You want to see these kids, man? What they're doing is just beyond inspiring. Come, come, come! Jump in and support them. And to everybody who's here, man, thank you. It was an unbelievable gym night.
2: Yeah, back to back crowds of fifteen thousand here in the building. All right, that's Coach Pope. We'll come back here from Coach Golden next here on the New Skin BYU Sports Network.
0: You're listening to the Cougar Postgame Coaches Show on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Now, back to the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel.
2: We're almost 15,000 fans here at the Marriott Center, 14,757, led by Yoli Childs, 32 points, one off a career high. BYU defeats San Francisco by a final score tonight of 90-76. to 76. The head coach of the Dons is Todd Golden, and he spoke with the media, including our intern's Connor Ace and Jeffrey Carroll. A short time ago, Coach Golden begins by talking about the big night from Jimbo Lull. Lull ended up with 22 points, seven rebounds. Those 22 points for Lull are just uh, two off a career high. Coach Golden on Lull and tonight's game.
6: You know what? He uh, He's just a really good low post scorer. He's a guy that needs to end possessions for us. And, uh, you know, it's another way to get penetration in terms of getting in the paint. And, you know, we felt like They would have to bring a double team to stop him in there, and that that would be a good way to get him in rotations. But really proud. I thought he competed really well and uh, did a good job tonight.
1: And uh, BYU was able to hold Charles Myland only two points in the first half and five for the game. What were they able to do to kind of slow
6: him down? You know what? I thought they did a really good job of bodying him on penetration, uh, staying between him and the basket, making him try to finish. Excuse me. finish Over defenders, and uh, he just struggled with it. And you know, credit to them, they did a good job defensively on him tonight. Coach, for
4: BYU, they're currently number one uh,
6: team in the nation in three-point field goal percentage. They shot 48.
0: What is it that makes BYU so good at three-point shooting, and how do you game plan against that?
4: You know what?
6: Uh, what makes them so good is that they always, they generally have five guys out there that can make them. You know, with the exception of Kobe Lee, uh, they usually play five. You know, with Yoli extending are adding that element to his game, and uh, you know they got, they can really. Dribble, pass, and shoot at all five spots. So they put you in rotations. They do a good job in their ball screen stuff to to loosen the defense up and, and find guys. And they're a really unselfish team. You know, they they play really well together. They're really well coached, and uh, you know, they, they're really skilled. So I think all those factors combined makes them one of the most explosive offenses in the country. It was a tale of two halves in the turnover battle: twelve in the first half, yeah. four in the in the second. Yeah. What did you do to improve your ball security? Uh. It's a great question. It was emphasized before the game and emphasized again at halftime. Uh, you know, I thought we were a little jittery early on. We had some travels that were were not who we are. And then kind of towards the end of the first half, when BYU made that run, we, we just uh, we snapped a little bit. We were we were loose with the ball. Uh, we kind of got out of our offense a little bit, and, and we just didn't take care of it. So we kind of regrouped a little bit in the second half after talking at halftime. Excuse me, a little cold, but. Uh, it's a huge key when you play these guys, especially in here. If you turn over the ball, you don't stand a chance. They're just too explosive offensively. I think the second half showed. If you take care of it, and uh, you know, able to knock down a few shots, and you'll give yourself a chance.
1: And you guys were able to kind of bottle Yoli in the second half a couple weeks ago. Um, what made him so tough to stop tonight, going for for thirty plus points?
6: You know, a little bit of, of, of that production was our game plan. To you know, and uh, we, we want to make him finish tough twos overhand. He got off to a great start. I think he was 6 or 7 or something to start the game. And then throughout the middle portion of the game or the second half, we, we did a fantastic job, and, and that's why we were able to cut that lead from 25 down to 7 because he was missing shots. And then he hit a big three late, which kind of broke it open. But you, you can't you can't stop them all. And so you kind of got to figure out what you're going to live with, what you're not, the intention is to take away threes. But even with that and the two times we played them, they've been able to get a lot off against us. Right. And then can you tell me just
1: real quickly, what it's like to play here in the Mary Center, one of the biggest college uh, venues in the country, and if that makes a difference on the team, kind of how it impacts the team.
6: No, this is, I mean, this is one of the best home court advantages in the country. You know, they're, they're very uh, – BYU, their' alums, they're fans, they're, they're very, obviously very proud of, of this program, and, you know, this is a great venue. Uh, always really enjoy playing and competing here. Great people, and, uh, they, they, you know, this is this is a juggernaut. These teams, this team seems really, really good. This is the best team they've had. Since I've been back in the league the last four years, uh, by a wide margin, and uh, part of part of that atmosphere is because they're good. You know, I think fans enjoy watching this team play with due to their unselfishness and the way they shoot the ball. So, uh, tough venue. Uh, they they obviously are one of the top teams in the country this year, and uh, you know we'll, we'll be excited to come back next year. Awesome. And then one last quick question. Yeah. So, in the last, obviously the last game versus BYU, uh, you guys were able to to win, what was kind of the big difference
4: that you saw between last game
6: and this game? The two things that that really stood out were the fact number one, we didn't take care of the ball tonight I thought we did a good job of that at home number two, we didn't make shots, I mean, we were 12 for 25 from 3 at home and uh, I think we were 5 for 24 from 3 tonight, we go 9 for 24, it's a completely different ball game, so uh, the, the 3 point line is the equalizer in this game, and they go 12 for 25, we go 9 or 3 for 24, whatever 5 for 24, whatever it was I mean, you just can't win that game. There's just no mathematical way that you're going to get that thing done. Okay. Coach, thank you so much. You're welcome.
2: All right, that is our interns uh, Connor and Jeffrey speaking with the head coach of the uh, USF Dons, Todd Golden. So, yeah, in the uh, game at uh, BYU, his team was 13 for 25 from deep, and they've gone 19 for 92 since. So they're in a bit of a a a three-point trough. And tonight uh, very much in line with that, 5 for 24, while BYU had another Double-digit three-point night, uh, 12 for 25. So BYU's had these massive runs this year, where they uh, they they score three-point baskets in in droves and four games at a time. BYU now on the uh, on the season has uh, I believe that that extends the record for BYU in terms of uh, in terms of number of games with uh, with three-pointers, and the number just keeps going up and up for the Cougs. And uh, another night tonight where they hit double digits. And the uh, title, what they've done the last couple of weeks now, over the last five games, is 15, 17, 10, 12, and 12 over the last five games in terms of a double-digit digit, three-pointers. They hit that number again tonight. All right. Uh, thanks again to the interns and to Coach Golden for his post-game comments. And our final score tonight is 90 to 76 BYU over San Francisco. It's about to go final in San Diego. The Do- the uh, Toreros are going to beat Portland. Right now the score is 88 to 81, 20 seconds to go. So when that goes final and USD wins it, this is how the WCC will shape up after tonight. In a solo first place, Gonzaga at 11 and 0, they just drummed uh, the gales out of uh, their own building tonight, won by 30 in at, at St. Mary's. So Gonzaga goes to 11 and 0, their first. BYU now solo second at 8 and 3. That's a three-game separation between first and second. Then you have a tie for third between St. Mary's at seven and four and Pacific at seven and four. Pacific beat Pepperdine by a point tonight. Solo fifth is Pepperdine at six-and five. Then Santa Clara at five and five idle tonight. USF drops to seventh at five-and-six. Eighth place LMU by, by today. They're at two and eight. Then San Diego going to two and nine, and Portland at one and ten is in the league cellar. That's your one through ten in the WCC. BYU solo second and pacing for a two seed and no worse than that in Las Vegas, but much to be done between now and the end of the year. Five games, five games remain for BYU. They'll be at LMU and at San Diego next weekend. Home to Santa Clara home to Gonzaga and then finish off the year at Pepperdine following a Thursday bye in the final week of the regular season. That's what BYU has in front of it. As for tonight, BYU makes it four wins in a row with this 90 to 76 win over USF. BYU goes to 18 and 7 on the year and again 8 and 3 in the WCC. USF falls to 16 and 10 and 5 and 6 in league play. And the Cougars' home court win streak is now 11 games and counting. BYU now 12-1 and 1 here on the home hardwoods. That's going to do it for tonight's broadcast. Our thanks to the crew back at BYU Radio across the street. We've got our engineer, Barry Squires, our studio control coordinator, Jack Bagley, our coordinating producer, Terry South, our studio host, Jason Shepard, our broadcast intern, Nate Slack, and for our interns courtside, Connor Aist and Jeffrey Carroll, and my color commentary colleague, Mark Durant and Russell Larson, who tonight went from 6th to 7th. In BYU's career all-time scoring tally as Yoli Childs passed him up on this night. Yoli into sixth and Russ drops to seventh. Russ did great stats work for us again tonight. Our thanks to him and to BYU Basketball Media Relations Director Kyle Chilton, to USF's SID Matt Fontenot, and our appreciation to Connor Harding and Coach Pope for joining us courtside for our post-game coverage. For all those folks, my name is Greg Grubel. Thank you for tuning in. Final score once again, BYU 90 and USF 76. So in the meantime and in between time, this has been BYU Basketball on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Good night and so long from Provo.
0: You've been listening to live coverage of BYU Basketball on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. BYU Basketball is brought to you by Deseret First Credit Union. You know why? We show how. Les Olson, your technology partner. Smith's Food and Drug. Smith's now has grocery pickup and online delivery to save you time. Also sponsored by State Farm. Talk to an agent today at 1-800-STATE-FARM. BYU Basketball is a production of BYU Athletics in association with BYU Broadcasting. Special thanks to BYU President Kevin Worthen, Vice President Matt Richardson, Athletic Director Tom Homo, and General Manager of Corporate Sponsorships Casey Stoffer. BYU Basketball is an exclusive presentation of the new skin, BYU Sports Network.